0: Buddy, all alcoholic, I wanted to reiterate, we're looking at the program of recovery from a particular lens, which is the idea that the identification as self or as the long lasting independent separate entity, or as the doer, the thinker, the feeler. Uh, not the sense of ego, but the sense of the one who has an ego or loses an ego, that sense of self, we're going to look at all the steps from that lens. And uh, it's not uh, AA approved or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's just a member's eye view of looking at the whole program from this one particular view of maybe the exact nature of the wrong. So, I'm going to read a little today on page 62, uh, the first paragraph. So page 62, the first paragraph, selfishness, self-centeredness. You're going to notice that self is is used in these next few paragraphs quite a lot. It usually comes before a lot of descriptive things like delusion, seeking, pity. Yeah. So it goes selfishness, self-centeredness. That, we think, is the root of our troubles. Driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking, and self-pity, we step on the toes of our fellows and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us, seemingly seemingly without provocation, but we invariably find that at some time in the past, we have made decisions based on self which later placed us in a position to be hurt. So I'm just going to read this and then go back. So it goes, so our troubles, we think, are basically of our own making. They are out of ourselves. And the alcoholics is an extreme, they arise out of ourselves. And the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will run riot, though he usually doesn't think so. Above, Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness we must or it kills us god makes that possible or the higher power whatever and there often seems to no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid (laughs) many of us had moral and philosophical convictions galore but we could not live up to them even though we would have liked to neither could we reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on our own power we had to have god's help and then he goes this is the how and why of it first of all we had to quit playing god it didn't work next we decided that hereafter in this drama of life god was going to be our director he is the principal we are his agents he is the father and we are his children most good ideas are simple and this concept was the keystone of the new and triumphant arch through which we passed the freedom. When we sincere, sincerely took such a position, the one they just described, all sorts of remarkable things followed. We had a new employer. Being all powerful, he provided what we needed if we kept close to him and performed his works well. Established on such a footing, we became less and less interested in ourselves our little plans and designs. More and more, we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life. And as we felt new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, as we discovered we could face life successfully, as we became conscious of his presence, we began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, and the hereafter, or the hereafter. We were reborn. So uh, again, using this lens, That self is what has defeated us. You can go over this. So basically it says selfishness, self-centeredness, that we think is the root of our troubles. Being driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, da, da, da. All of these are manifestations of self in one's life. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation. But then it goes, But if you... Investigate, you're going to see that there was a decision based on self, which later placed us in a position to be hurt. So it really wasn't our decision in a way. The decision was based on self. And if you look at the page 64 or 67, where it says, Being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So at that point, we have made a decision based on that which has defeated us which furthers what? The defeat by it, yeah? So then he goes, so our troubles we think are basically of our own making. Now, from this view of idea of self, I don't see that to be true. I think our troubles are basically of self's making. And I see self as a foreign pathogen or a parasitical movement, or if you want to call it a possession, whatever. But the self, the parasite of self uh, presents itself to us as us. So there's an act of being identified as the parasite, which sort of neuters our ability to be free from it because we can't entertain being free from it as it. Yeah. So we're taken over, we're not conscious of being taken over. And where now all our behaviors are becoming based on self, not on what we are, but on what's taken us over. So he goes, they arise out of ourselves. So the the problems or the troubles arise out of us, but they don't arise from us. They arise from the self. They arise out of ourselves, but they arise from self. See, this is the thing. This is what changed my life, really, is when I saw that which was being presented as self wasn't me. It's changed the whole reading of the book. I saw everything differently, and the way I saw it made a whole lot of freaking sense, and it's delivered the goods. It's allowed me to travel lighter for many, many years, as the action figure Paul, which Paul couldn't produce that, the state couldn't do it, the, my mother couldn't do it, but something has done it. And it hasn't done it through self, it's done it from self. It's, it's separated the problem from, uh, from the solution, in a sense, really. So it says, all right, so they arise out of ourselves, and the alcoholic is an extreme of example of self will run riot. So self's will is running riot not my will self's will yeah though he usually doesn't think so this is the hypnotism this is the the trance that the parasites puts us in we don't think so because we think it's us we've have our will combined or taken to be self's will Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness. So how is self going to get out of self? Yeah, that's the dilemma. If I'm, in, if I'm identified as the source of selfishness, which is self, and I try to get out of the selfishness as the source of it, it's just more selfishness in some form or another. We must or it kills us. God makes that possible. And there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self, exactly, without his aid. Many of us had moral and philosophical convictions galore, but we could not live up to them even though we would have liked to. That sounds like powerlessness, yeah. We'd like to live up to things, but we can't. We don't have the power to do so. Neither could we reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on our own power. Why? Because that's caught by the statement, self can't get out of self. So if I try to lose interest in self, as self, that's more interest in self. So uh, we had to have God's help. This is the how and why of it. First of all, we had to quit playing God. It didn't work. So. For me, this is the pivotal point. There's something that's playing God in my life that isn't God. Yeah. It's presenting itself to be me and it's telling me all about me. It's telling me all about you. It's telling me all about life. It's telling me how it was and how it's going to be. It's constantly playing God. Yeah. And so what happens if I'm identified as that which is playing God, and I'm reading this statement, I have to quit playing God, so that which is playing God sees it has to quit playing God, what is that but playing God? How can what's playing God stop playing God? It can't. That would be playing God. Where's the solution? It's not of that. It's from it. So it says, please, please, uh, relieve me of this bondage of self. The bondage of self is an act of being identified as what you're not. That's the bondage of self. And the thought system is infected with alcoholism. It's infected with self. And it's the system itself is reinforcing and it's promoting its own survival at the expense of our survival at the expense of our survival. And it is a deadly situation. Like he said there, this is an extremely deadly situation because the parasite isn't gonna be made into a service animal, it isn't. It's not gonna be rehabilitated. It's not gonna be friends. Your friend, it can't, that's not its nature. Just like the snake, you can be as nice as hell to that snake, it's inevitably gonna bite you because it's a snake so this this reading and then it goes into what happens when we finally take you know it tells us the main concept of recovery which is reliance on this greater power reliance on the infinite and it says when we sincerely took such a position so we've made a decision to take that position we've done the steps to allow that position somewhat to be taken and what happens when we take that position in sincerity and the sincerity has been demonstrated by the willingness to do 4 through 9 all sorts of remarkable things followed we could have a zoom that would last like months of people describing all these remarkable things that have followed after this sincerity took this position we had a new employer we talk about this every week. An employer is something that employs you; it uses you. Yeah. Now we have we we know what it was like to be used by an old employer, which is self. Yeah. And in, now we have a new employer, and the first and foremost difference is it's all powerful. Yeah. Being all powerful, it doesn't have all power. It's being all powerful. That's its nature. Yeah. So, being all powerful, it provided what we needed if we kept close to him. So, there's one requirement that's already met. How can you be far from everywhere? You know, you would like when I was growing up, I went to Catholic school and they would pound away in us these three attributes of God, which was that it's omniscient, it's all knowing, it's omnipotent, it's all powerful, and it's omnipresent, it's all present, it's, it's present everywhere. So basically, that requirement's fulfilled. And then it says, if, and, t- and performed his work well. Yeah. Now, how do you know whose work, is it well or not? Are you listening to your own judgment of it? Hopefully, we're taking AA's judgment of it, and we're being of service to others, and we're pretty much assured that we're performing its works well while we're doing that. So we fulfilled the requirement to be taken care of yeah and the taking care of isn't really based on us we fulfilled the one requirement and it's all on the higher power so it goes more and more we become oh it goes here established so now something has changed so first we sincerely take this position and as they say in the vision for you this power is constantly going to give us more information well what happens is it, it, it shows us that something's working, so now we get established on such a footing. Yeah. We become less and less interested in ourselves, our little plans and designs. And he uses the word little perfectly because when, I'm, when self is running the show, all my plans and designs are rather large. Yeah. So our little plans and designs, more and more, more and more. In other words, it's going to continue, it progresses recovery progresses more and more we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life as we felt new power flow in
1: as we enjoyed peace of
0: mind so there's the peace of mind it's always been ava- available but now we have the ability again it was it, it's not like we didn't have the ability but the ability has been uncovered and now we can enjoy peace of mind as we discovered we could face life successfully well you know i remember i always tell a story the first year of sobriety you know i went to my first aa dance and that was my last aa dance and in the aa dance there would be the men's side And then the woman's side would be across the way. And every one of us were probably incapable of having any kind of relationship. So I was drinking a lot of Crystal uh, Geyser because instead of a beer, I had to have something in my hand, so I was just drinking this. And we're all on the men's side and we're thinking, uh, who's gonna be the first one to go across that minefield and ask a girl to dance? So they basically selected me. And there was a woman that from afar I liked, she had no idea but i did and so i decided to take the journey and so again because of AA, really i was willing to take a chance to, to uh face rejection so i walked across that thing i got to the other side safely i asked the girl if she wants to dance and she said no so suddenly like the disco ball that was flying, felt like a youth spotlight on me. And I had to walk across this minefield back to the men's side. And you know what? I, most of my life I had tailored never to have this kind of feeling of rejection and therefore I didn't have much of a life. And yet I felt that, which my head told me it would kill me and it didn't kill me. I made it back to the other side and life had just demonstrated itself that I could face it successfully if I just stop freaking listening to what I'm not. Yeah. So um, I want to go back to this. So, So this idea of, so our troubles we think are basically of our own making. I don't believe we're making it really. I believe we're experiencing it. I believe we're expressing it. I believe we're trying to navigate through it, but I do not believe we're the source of it. I lay that on the idea of self, tell you the truth. And this is a very, this is a very important point to me because I see, which is a great way to go, when I get recover, in recovery, I give all praise to that power that's doing it all. But I, I never, never stop and really put the blame on what really did all this shit before I got sober. And it's not you, and it's not me. And that has brought me a lot of relief from guilt and shame concerning the behavior that was exhibited while I was under the influence. It's brought me a huge amount of relief, and it's allowed that past not to be shut the door on it or avoided because I made the amends I was accountable for those behaviors, but I truly was not responsible for those behaviors. So I don't believe they do arise out of ourselves if you look at self as something foreign. Yeah, I do believe that. They do not arise out of me, they arise out of ourselves. And, the, and here it goes, the alcoholic is an extreme example of self will run riot. Now, if you wanna look at self, it's interesting. I once went to a dictionary, and you look up spirit, there's like one definition. Go to self, and then there's a hyphen, and there's about 120 attributes. And if you weigh them, about 90-something of them are, let's say, on the negative side, and maybe 20 are on the positive side, like self-love, self-trust. Then there's self-immulation, self-destruction, self-hate. So self is a... (laughs) (laughs) who would put up with this shit unless we thought it was us who would if i was in a relationship and this brought something brought me all this shit i would have left that relationship a long time ago if i was living in a house and this was happening and, and it was happening from not me i would leave but the thing is the parasite has neutered that whole possibility because we're identified as it We're living as a self. And AA sees that as the real root. I mean, they talk about alcohol very little in the steps, really. They see the under-cause and condition is this idea of self-centeredness. Extreme self-centeredness would be, there must be an incredible identification as a self, to tell you the truth, and that self-reliance is what has failed us. That's why we're in so much anxiety and fear. It's not because of fear, it's because of self-reliance. And if you look at how, if you took reliance to the farthest point that it could go to, that would be identification on that which you're relying on. So I believe the root of the problem is identification as the disease. And actually the real disease, which is self, the mental state's addiction to self. I think that's the real cause of alcoholism. That's where alcoholism lands. That's where alcoholism adheres to. That's what alcoholism amplifies. The real disease is the addiction to self, I feel. So, uh,
1: I think that's it. I just wanna, again,
0: I have, this is just a peculiar view of the steps and we're trying to stay consistent with it because it's not, self isn't only uh, targeted in the, in the fourth step. You can see it as the, you can see it as the root of the problem, the identification as it, yeah, because you stop drinking and using, yet the self continues. Yeah. It basically it was like a, a speed bump. It went over it like from it switched from from addiction to sobriety, but that same that voice that was talking to you before you're sober is still talking to you after you're sober. So I see that as the real addiction, the real disease. So and thanks for you know listening. Awesome.
2: Thank you very much. Okay, so um everyone just uh we've already got a question up, but just raise your hand or you can send me a message and I'll relay that relay you over to Paul, but first is Luke from Birmingham.
3: Hey, Paul. Yeah, thanks again, man. Um, brilliant. I love this, um, this part of the book. It, it, it always kind of stood out for me, but hearing you illuminate it further has is, is really kind of woken it back up for me, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Um, at the end of A Vision for You, it says abandon yourself to God, and, and as always going through that, process of abandoning that that thing self that it told me was the problem Um, as I was in the steps doing them you know um, thoroughly and quite rapidly that was intuitive to me I got that completely abandon yourself that, that thing to God and then that's how this thing works the thing is I think I'm as guilty of, of, of this as anyone, but I see a lot of it, um, that we kind of, we lose some of that. Um, so when I hear you talk, I'm re- it's like I know it already and I'm reminded, I'm like,
1: yeah, of
4: course,
3: that's what I went through. But then it tends to be that people, whatever kind of inertia sets in or something kind of starts to happen where they, all that intuitive good, good stuff you're talking about Starts to get lost, I guess, into a, a new formation of self or something. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted you to, to speak on that. Another, another thing uh, you might find interesting is a little bit far out. But the, the Gnostic Gospels, and this is a bit wacky, um, they speak a lot about what, what you are talking about. And they, and they call these things archons, these kind of false entities that become selves. Now, they were kind of written out of the Bible for whatever reason, but, but they were kind of like um, malevolent spirits, basically, that, that masqueraded as a self, and they were called archons. It seems to me like alcoholism is, is that, uh, or the self is that. Um, so, so, yeah, but that, that inertia, that ha- why is it that,
1: that we lose some of this stuff, this enlightenment? Well first I want to say the um it really doesn't matter if self is other or not seeing it as other
0: brings about a great relief yes and then you find out see what I'm stating here I found out yeah Something changed, and I saw it as other. Now I'm trying to share it, and maybe the change isn't there, but see, I arrived at it by a change, and then it was clear I wasn't that, yeah, but you can't why wait to you know to have that moment if if you can actually hear about it, and it doesn't matter if you get the real impact or not. Just the idea that it's other gives you a whole lot more breathing room, yeah? Because the act, really, the bondage is an identification or a gluing of one thing to another, yeah? I don't care even if it's true or not. I know the relief comes if you see it as something other than you. That's for sure. Just like it happened in the beginning when a lot of the thoughts you you called yours were seen as alcoholic. That was a big movement, yeah, there was space now, you weren't like in that claustrophobic closet, so you're onto to something, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, by the you know the problem by the relief from it, really, mm-hmm. and then you arrive at exactly that this that there's a a foreignness to what is talking to us, yeah mm-hmm. it veils its agenda. Yeah. It veils its agenda by the talking about us. Yeah. But if you look at what's happening, we're constantly having experiences of powerlessness, really. As almost as if we've been sort of uh, narcoticized or like Novocaine or something like we're numbed out. Yeah. And almost something we're numbed out so that we're not struggling against that which has taken us over. And so when it gets its fuel, it really goes to town, because then you're pretty much neutered, and it's just using you for transportation. Now we're awake, yeah, through the program. We're coming to, yeah, like it says, you come to believe. We're coming to, to the realization that this thing I've been calling me is foreign, yeah, which is an awesome point. Awesome because the possibilities are unbelievably huge when you see that which you're not as what you're not. Yeah, really. And then you won't be taking credit or blame for most of the shit that it's promoting. Yeah. And there's real humility, real, real humility. So, of course, it's, um, you know, like we say, you know, no one ever gets free from alcoholism. It's always latently there. So it's working all the time, you know, trying to lead us to mini fuckets or a big fucket so that we can do something from its point of view and leave a mark, you know, leave like court dates or a ruined relationship or shit like that. Yeah. It's always constantly sowing its seeds to take supremacy again. Yeah. <laughs> so uh and how it does is you call what it's saying you saying it, yeah, that's what happens. We give life to the fuck it, really. It can present a fuck it a lot of the days and you're not fucked, yeah It's when there's a belief in it as you, then you're screwed. yeah mm-hmm. It needs that bridge of identification to really, really take over and that bridge has been noticed in recovery we've seen it yeah so we can basically at least have a sense of distance from this freaking thing yeah and i and as it said in what we were reading and there'll be more and more distance from it so uh, i just feel what it does it it uh yeah it just its view basically over and over and over again yeah until but then it can be weakened sufficiently, not by us, but by the higher power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you basically, you know, the problem will not exist for you is a beginning. It's like a, an experience. Then, that, just like it says, you sincerely take a position, then you get established. So, first you see the problem doesn't exist for you today. Then you start seeing the problem doesn't exist as you. That's unbelievable. Yeah that's like a, a stabilized distance from it. That's when uh traveling lighter can stabilize, yeah? Is when you move from the experience, hey, the problem doesn't seem to exist for me as the problem. Now you see the problem doesn't exist by, as you. It's a big move, yeah? So. Hmm. But I don't know what's happening with everybody. Um, um, I don't care how deeply it looks like you're in it. The possibility that you're not in it is always available at all times with no requirement necessary. It's whole landscape is made up. It's a dreaming, yeah? It's a, it's a magician. And if you come at, you know, ever ever been on like a train of self, you know, thoughts? And then you get off and you got off and every time you get off that train, it's the same off. It's you're there. Yeah. And you've never not been there. Yeah. Have you, when you're in, is there any difference in any moment in when you really feel like the presence, does it feel different? No, it's the same same. Like the presence I felt when I went to my first hospital and institution meeting, the same presence is available now. It doesn't matter what happened or what supposedly happened, what's going to happen. It's the same thing. Spirit doesn't fluctuate from Monday to Tuesday to Wednesday to Thursday. Yeah. So we've come upon something that's reliable, that infinite thing. And we're in the progression of moving more towards that and moving away from trusting self. That's all. And all the way, just honor the demonstrations and have some gratitude. We can be
1: available to others. Yeah. I like it, Luke. You're good, you're good, bro. Yeah. Thank yeah. Thanks, Luke. And,
2: oh, gee, you ready, mate? There you go.
5: Cheers. Thanks. Thanks, Paul. I think, I think you may have just answered my question, but I, I have been, you know, thanks for last week as well. The resentment just vanished. I pray for his happiness and, uh, and, and it went. But it, it comes back. It comes back now and then. And that's why I struggle. With. The thing is, I, I know self is the root of all my problems and troubles. Um, and I think you touched on it when you kind of said the thinking is addictive. The thinking around self is, an, it, I, I think for me, that's an addiction as well. Without uh, drink and drug, um, yes. like now, now it feels, oh, that's naughty. You're thinking about self again. But sometimes I, 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 I flirt with it and I stay in it and then I, I try to come out of it. Then I'm back in it and I'm out of it. I think it's, it, the thinking of self is, is, is as well an addiction. Is there a mantra or, or something else you use throughout the day that keeps you separated from self?
0: No, because I am separate from self. There's no need to keep yourself. There's no need to keep separate from self. You are separate from self, period. It's the thing that keeps saying you're not that we're listening to.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So, no, I don't do anything.
0: If I try to, if I did something to separate from self, I would give self a reality. It doesn't deserve, really. Really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Now, if the interest and attention that we vaguely call G is on self, please don't try to use the philosophy to get out of self. Just do the steps, take action, go be available to someone else. Yes. Mm. That's the, that's, that works a lot better. Like he said, we had philosophical ideas galore, but they weren't sufficient enough. So Self will talk as self and give you a plan of how to get out of self. <laughs> and then critique how you're doing every step of the way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So don't. Yeah. But if you need to get out of self, then do the tried and true methodology of service and stuff like that. Or if you can't be of service, distract your fucking little rat mind. Yeah. Mm. distract it. What do you think they have Netflix for? (laughs) (laughs) Get into someone else's life and lose interest in your own. Yeah. I probably have more emotional connection with people that I see on Bloodline and other shows on Netflix (laughs) than I'm having here. (laughs) I'm worried about John.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Do, do, another, do, you, do you think there is an actual person living who is separate from self in, in that addiction?
0: Yes. Is it real? I see. I I think majority of us. Us. But not as a person, but I don't want to go into that. But yeah, we're, we're all living separate as self, but we don't think so. Or <laughs> the system doesn't think so. Yeah. You were, when you were a baby, there was no sense
1: of self for the first year or so. You were living then, weren't you? Uh-huh.
0: So every one of us has a history of living separate from self. <laughs> <laughs> it's <not> like, uh, <laughs> and why do we think it didn't continue? Because the mental state said it didn't. The mental. States developed and then self became the dominant view. Yeah, but in fact, nothing has changed, and it's going to end up the same way. Someone's going to be changing your adult diaper, and you're going to be flailing around, not knowing what's going on. And you'll probably, quote unquote, lose a sense of self when you're older, anyway. So, basically, the reign of self is a very short one. (laughs) We are, see. There is no self, you see. Hmm. There is no thing within the thing. Yeah. There's ideas.
1: Hmm.
0: There's an idea. See, self is remembered. Yeah. It isn't so. It's not being self. It was I was self and I'm gonna be self. Yeah. That's why it's so important to have the host listen to the, its its narration because that's where the magic is spun, yeah? So I was Paul, obviously. Look at all those pictures, yeah? And I will be Paul, or why would I be worrying so much about this fucking stranger in the future? So of course I'm gonna be Paul in the future, therefore I'm Paul now, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's how it does it, it's a trip.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And then, you know, whatever. But there's a solution, bro. Mm -hmm.
5: There is. The the ego, I have a big ego. I think that's part, massive part of my... my
0: You don't have a big ego. Your head says it has a big
5: (laughs) ego.
0: All that yapping isn't of you, G. You've never heard yourself here, ever. You are yourself. You don't keep hearing yourself yapping all day. That's not you. You are what you are. You're being what you're not. You're not coming to fruition by thinking. You're before thinking.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: What you are has to talk through all that bullshit with intuitive shots and uh, a sense of something, yes? It keeps communicating all the time, but it gets overridden by the static on the fucking, you know, your franchise radio station. KG, you know. You just Mm -hmm. listen to it 24-7, and it's just a bunch of golden oldies and other shit. (laughs) There's (laughs) other stations available. Yeah. (laughs) And you can't blame the radio. You can't blame the radio for Mm -hmm. the music that's playing through it. You can't. Mm -hmm. No, the radio is just a transmitter. We're just an expressor. Yeah, Mm. hopefully most of us are now expressing somewhat a a higher power and we were all expressing a lower power in the past. Yes, Mm. we're just an expressor. We're just like a radio. So if you don't like what I say, fucking throw something at the radio. There's nothing to do with me. It's coming from another source. Yeah. Mm. Yes.
1: Okay. No one
0: else is listening to KG. I'm telling you. <laughs> right next to you is K Jeff, and there's K Nor, and there's K Robert, and there's K Johans, and there's K Jane, and there's K Paul. They're all under, they're underneath a franchise channel called Unclear Channel. Unclear Channel broadcasting twenty four seven. We all think it's a radio. We think, oh, I wrote every song that comes through it. <laughs> I produce all the products that are being sold by it. Oh, yeah, it's all me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's your subscribing list is one, you. No one else is subscribing to your channel. <laughs> <laughs> Yet everyone's channel is the exact same. <laughs> exact same. Exactly. we listen listening to the same BS all day. <laughs> <laughs> thinking it about thinking thinking it's about me, me 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 me, there's tons of mes, yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. we forgot the coronation, we forgot, oh the mental state just proposed there's a, a you, then there's now starts to become an interest in a you, so now it's you, and then it's crowned the king of all kings, me <laughs> and at that point. No one can feel like I feel. No one thinks like I think. No one's done the things I've done. And everyone in the stations is saying the same freaking thing. Yeah. There's been no, nothing. There's, you don't need to separate from self. You have, just see it's not you. And then you will verify the the, the true clarity that it's not you. Trying to get out of self is just going to lead being back in self and out and in and out and in. When you stop trying to get out of self, you'll realize you're not in self. And that's established. It's not produced. It's not an affectation. It's not something that was achieved. It's a fact. You are not that which your thought system is taking you to be. You are not that. You never were that. You're never going to be that.
1: And that's that. Mm.
0: look at what happens here really we've been we we've been convinced that we can be out of a moment so then we become interested in how to get into the moment and then a lot of businesses grow up of how to get you into the moment and for them to be the successful they've got a their whole business plan is based on you're going to be out of the moment again no matter what So you're going to come back and buy the next book, how to really get into the moment, and so on and so forth. All predicated on an insane idea that you and I can be out of a moment. We can't, yeah? So we're trying to get into what we can't be out of, and then conversely, we're trying to get out of self, which we can't be in.
1: You see? Mm. That's not going with the flow. Yes.
0: So this just clears everything up. It's like putting a horse in front of the cart. Things make sense. Or in Zen, they would say, you see blue as blue and red as red. Yes, things become clearer. Not through any thought or effort on your part, just a diminishing of all the interest and attention going into what you're not. Yeah. Now that interest and attention, instead of being used to enslave you, to this idea of being Paul in the past and going to be Paul in the future enriches your moment. It enriches it. You're mm. awake. Yeah? Mm. I can smell what's coming through the window. I see shit happening. I'm hearing. I'm da da da. You're awake. You're here. You've never
1: not been here.
0: Mm. And you'll know the problem from the solution. If you get, if, there's relief from the bondage of self. You'll see exactly that was the problem, bondage of self. I swear to God. The relief will verify what they were pointing to in the big book. It will. All right, G. Yeah, thank I'm you. i turning your, your channel to go to another yes, station. Thank you. Brilliant. That was
2: awesome. You, thank G. you. Um, I've had a message from uh, Mel. Mel, it's over to you.
1: Yeah. Hi, Paul. Um,
6: this is really confusing for a simple person like me. Um, my mind's in bits with the you bit. And, and Right. So basically keeping it really simple for someone simple like me, as Sadhguru would say, I am not the body. I am not even the mind, which to me means spirit. Is that what you're talking about?
0: yes thank you that will do (laughs) i've got it well we're not talking about that we're talking about what we're not so then you arrive at your spirit by realizing what you're not what most people are trying to do they don't understand they're starting from what they're not trying to realize spirit that doesn't go anywhere you study what you're not and then you find out what you are you don't study what you are from what you're not it doesn't go anywhere that's called self-knowledge avails you nothing yeah that's simple yeah self-knowledge avails you nothing yeah knowledge of self knowledge of self is very valuable self-knowledge avails you nothing what changed the position of self one at one point it was looked at the other point it has the knowledge self-knowledge avails you nothing knowledge of self is valuable
1: it's become obvious
0: it's become obvious people are trying to become spiritual as what they're not so let's just look at what we're not and see it as not us and you'll find out you're spiritual you'll find out your spirit yes that's a simple that's very simple
1: i'll work on that that's still a little complicated but i'll keep thinking about it on not. Thank 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 you
2: cheers mel awesome Um, Oh, Madeira uh, from AA. Over to you.
6: Oh, I guess that would be me, Rowena. Hello, Paul. Um, Hello, Rowena. um, I've been watching you for a while, listening and and consuming the knowledge and on the steps and stuff, and I really appreciate it. And, um, you know, the friend of mine, He he started listening to you and in the program, and he brought it to our fellowship. You know, so he brought the whole concept of self to our fellowship, and I'm so grateful for him. His name is Michael, and um, he's a really awesome guy, and he's listening to you a lot. But I just wanted to say that, and I wanted to say, I wanted to ask you because I know you have multiple years, um. I think you have 20 some years or 30 some years or something. But, um, when did you come to, (laughs) when, when did you come to realize that it was self that, um, (laughs) was destroying you? (laughs) Um, basically because I've been sober quite a few years. Um, and I'm very grateful for that but um i had a lot of self going on (laughs) for a few years and it caused a lot of destruction a lot of pain and you know a lot of um even in sobriety is what i'm talking about but i guess it takes the pain to to um come to sort of speak because I'm just now I'm 20 I'm 23 now and I I'm just coming to realize that self is is destructive and and I wrote down what you said right now because it was amazing you said you are before your thoughts and that gave me chills because it's my thoughts that have been so destructive my whole life. You know, my, my um, thoughts of um, just the negative, you know, to sum it up, just negative. Um, and, and I just wanted to know, because I really admire you, and I wanted to know when it came to you, you know, to realize that self was the problem because god dang it it's it seems like it's taken me i'm 55 years old with 23 years sober and it's taken me all this time to come to to realize that that i don't have to be in self and and it's amazing and i appreciate you and you're touching people all over the world and that's amazing that's amazing, and and God's gonna bless you, because you've blessed a lot of people on here. So my question is, when did you come to? You know? No. I mean, did you struck
0: with it? Were you just
6: struck with it? Yeah. Were you struck no. with it? Or, or it's
0: did a, you no. at it? No, I was. I would say um, when it when it. It's always here, but when it crystallized here, yeah, in my, actually in my AA life was one night, I used to lead a fourth step workshop in San Francisco. And uh, as I was sharing about inventory and stuff like that, that, that power kept downloading more information. And then while I was in that pursuit of sharing, you know, I would read how it works quite a lot. And then one night I was reading that statement of being convinced that self, manifested in various ways, is what has defeated us. And I had a very, 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 very strong feeling of self as other. Yes. Yeah. The first time, really, a sufficient, really strong otherness no hybrid, no mixing, no in and out, but an otherness. And then what happened right after that, hmm, as soon as I saw it as other, a possibility dawned on me, I can be free from it, yeah? It was beautiful. Now, and it wasn't like something you would say like a mantra every day, it was a recognition of a possibility that had always been available, but it just suddenly became available, which is I can be free from it. And then in the next like 30 seconds, I had a flash of my life from since I was like six years old until that present time. And I saw uh, that I had been trying to get out of self as self most of my life. Hmm. Yeah. And it explained everything yeah it explained everything in a nanosecond and uh from that point on that thing that may have come in and out got clarified and uh got established just like it said sincerely taking position and then then you get established i got established in this view in a sense and uh From then on, you know, the fourth step workshop changed a lot. People were coming in thinking they were going to write all day. And I was just got on fire about this. And then um, that brought a lot of trouble from the community, but whatever. And it hasn't gone out ever since. Yeah. Just. uh, Just hasn't gone out. I just found uh, such a solution in it. And I, you know, when you go to meetings and stuff, you see people, uh, you know, speaking about the misery as if they manufactured it, like they're the owner of the fucking misery. They're not going to get out of guilt and shame forever. If you keep claiming to be the doer of all this shit, it's going to keep doing you. It is. And so I just felt like um, compelled to start sharing it. And then that's what I've done, and uh, you know I've been sharing for like 27 seven years or something. Yeah, and of course, what gets revealed, which is awesome. And then, um, like this lady we were talking just before, that that statement, "Self knowledge avails me us nothing," always interested me, because a lot of us give value to knowledge. It seems like it's important to know what a trade a craft your your art whatever but in this way it said self knowledge and i saw self like i've been trying to share the whole book i saw it as something other than me so i saw when that which is other than me gains knowledge yeah it doesn't lead to freedom from it yeah so that knowledge about self as self doesn't avail me anything it makes it worse It was probably the reason why I started having knowledge about self as self and it provoked more usage, more drinking. Yeah. I wanted to get out of it even more. I didn't see the act of being identified as it until a couple of years later, until what I just shared. It wasn't clear. I had felt the freedom, but I hadn't, it wasn't clarified enough to really share it. So that clarified it that time. And it's, it's never come up for debate or re- review. You don't have to go back and polish it up. It's just clear. And uh, and the relief verifies itself by more relief, basically. Yeah, it, You know the problem from the solution. That's the only way you can know it, yeah? is relief from it, really. So, but thanks, thanks. And uh, the action figure, one of its goals is to put it out there. And I was frustrated in my own community. That's why we put out the website. That's where I lost my anonymity because then I got interviewed by people outside of recovery. And then the whole thing, the horses were out of the barn. And so I just said, fuck it and just keep sharing. Yeah. But I wanted, just like you shared people, you brought it into your community, this idea. That's all I wanted in my community. I didn't, I was Watching people leave after around 10 or 12 years because there was something missing. They weren't finding an AA. And I figured why not bring it back into AA. Yeah. Why do you have to leave AA to further, further, further something? It should be included. It can be included. AA is a huge platform. Yeah. And we're supposed to have contempt prior to it. We don't not to have any contempt prior to investigation. So allow instead of people leaving AA, because what happens is if you get into a way of life to take the place of AA, you're going to be a drunk Buddhist. You know, that's what happens. You're going to be a drunk non-dualist. Yeah, because the action figure has the disease. It's not what's thinking is you is a mental thing. Yeah. The action figure has alcoholism. Yeah. And it needs to be treated. If you're a real addict, you need a way of life. And maybe Buddhism doesn't get to where AA will get to. So yeah, add Buddhism on, but don't replace it. Yeah. So that's all we're trying to share. And it's uh, from your, that feels great hearing about your friend bringing it into a community. That's the whole point. Yeah. I want this possibility to be available in our community. Yeah, that's why I want it to be available. I because I find it's from the relief that gives it a voice. Yeah. It's not. It's not a selling point. It's not a fucking commodity. It's the relief that I've sensed
1: compels the talking. Yeah.
0: Who would want to keep it to oneself? You want to share it. Like if you, just like AA, you know, the yellow bus of AA came into hell and took you out of hell. You're going to com- communicate to people in hell hey, there's a yellow bus that comes at three o'clock every day. Get on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you'll even go back to hell to sit with them. Yeah, what? that's just an appropriate reaction or response. Can you imagine if you got a huge amount
1: of relief? And that
0: relief showed you what the ongoing problem is, even when you're in recovery, the self is still thriving, and you got to the exact nature of the wrong, you wouldn't want to share it in, in a community. Of course you would. Yeah. Now, if someone takes it or doesn't, that's not up to me. But we have the right to hear it. We have the right to hear ideas. Yeah. To me, the, the that sense of presence and freedom is what's attractive. Yeah. Not 40 years, you know, not, you know, that's what's attractive to me. That's, you know, that's what, when I see someone lit up, I'm interested in them to hear what they say.
1: Yeah. Because light begets light in a way. So.
0: But uh, that's enough. Let's
2: uh... okay. All right. Next is um, Dave. Dave Lovell. Over to
7: you, mate. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for you. thanks for that. Um, really important, massive topic, isn't it? I mean, this is you know this. Yes, yeah, it's the it's the crux of my illness. You know, what I mean, this whole relieve me the bondage of self and self obsession and uh, yeah, you know. Um, so it really is such an, such an important part of uh, recovery, isn't it? And, um, you know, and, um, and my question really was like listening to you, you were talking about um, like that, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I identify all that stuff that you read in the book, you know, self-centeredness and selfishness and, uh, you know, total alcoholic and all about me and my little plans and my designs, you know, that, that bit of the book. That bit of the book from page sixty to sixty-three is the bit I identify most with in the whole book. Really, you know, the you know, the, the actor, one in the show, and all that, you know. And um, we're losing him a little bit. Yeah, but can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. So um, really, the, the 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 I'm losing. The I, can't that...
2: I think it's you, mate. I think it's you, Paul. I think uh, you, your signal might be getting a bit cracky. Is that me or them? just I'll turn your video off and just listen to it. I think it's
1: it's uh it's you. I think it's you. I can hear him okay. Paul Can you yeah. Can you hear
2: I think, me? I think he's uh he might have dropped out. So just hold on for a minute mate. We'll just see. Okay.
1: This happened last week. I think didn't. It? So
8: Yeah, he's there. He's still there. he's still here. Okay,
7: Paul. Can you Paul? hear me, Paul? Paul. Yes, I can hear you now. Yeah, okay. You can hear no, me. Man. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, I, I, I was, I was saying basically, you know, obviously this is the crux of, of my illness, and you know, you know, to be to be free of the bondage of self, you know, so I say that step free prayer every morning, and yeah, and I do my best to be get out of self as much as possible. But I was, what, 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 what I caught the question I really got is when you were talking, you were saying that like. It's like we've been taken over by a foreign, by a foreign body. You know, it's not us. It's it's a foreign body that's come in, and um, and and we've bought into it. We've bought into that, that that body is us, and that is us. Yeah. So like like I've got sort of two parts to my question. The first part, you know, the first part is um, where does that foreign body come from? Sort of thing. That's what I'm trying to say. Where does it? If it's not me, if it's not me, where does it come from? And then the second part of my question is um, listening to you then sort of, when you're talking about the solution, the bit that really, I just just want to make, to clarify this, is you were kind of what you were saying was to realise that the the, the solution is to realise it's not me and that it never was me, that, you know, that that I am not, you know, it's a foreign body and it's not me and and it never was. I'm kind of like, and it's sort of like a bit like an Eckhart Tolle sort of thing. It's just to be the knowing, to observe it, and to be aware. Is, is that kind of what you're saying? Uh, if you could just clarify around that for me. Uh, well, the first thing, I forgot already
0: what you said. Hold on. Oh, no. oh, oh where, where is its origin? Well, it's not a body per se. It's just an activity of mind, yeah? A parasitical movement it's there's no thing you can't take an x-ray and see it you can see its effects but you you can't see it so i would say it's of the mental state yeah and then the second thing is is the idea of like being in the moment you are in the moment yeah already yes and sort of like uh you you got to be careful. Uh, the movement of self trying to get out of self—it's quite a lot. Yeah.
2: Excuse me, Paul. Yeah. You're um. We're looking at your knee. I think there's. We, we're not seeing your face there, mate. Just so you know.
0: Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Oh, where's my camera? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Oh yeah. Okay. I, is that, oh yeah. It's going the other way. Did that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do I reverse Oof. it? All right, I think I did it.
1: Yeah, that's it. Got it. Sorry.
0: That's where all the knowledge lies is in the knee. (laughs) It's in the knee. Alcoholism is in the elbow, right there. The knee thinks it's an elbow. That's the problem. It's walking around like this. (laughs) No. So the ofness to me doesn't. I. Its origin, I don't care about. I just want relief, you know, so I don't know. I'm not taking a, i don't, I'm not an archaeologist. I'm not trying to find out the beginnings because I don't believe there's a beginning or an end. It's just a possibility now. So uh, I think, you know, for me, AA programs is pretty damn sound. If you do service and stuff like that, you'll get plenty of experiences of what we would call being out of self. And uh, sooner or later, things are going to make sense to you. And you'll get some, see, the thing is, the program itself gives you relief and then you come to, and now you know you have relief, but the relief is already there. So you, we are getting, we're being worked on and then there'll be a day where you notice it, but the working is already happening. Yeah. The progress is already occurring. No matter what you think, something what what you are or something is moving towards trusting something infinite as we speak yeah in my view now you may come to understand that just like we used to say in the beginning you know you don't you won't even know what's happening other people will recognize something that's happening to you before you do yeah because a lot of times we're out to lunch in knowing what's going on but it doesn't mean it's not going on so right now things are changing in all of us just by being influenced by the program in my view. Yeah. And I would say the basic migration of all of us is leaving the trusting of something finite and moving to the trusting of something infinite. If you want to look at it as like a herd, the herd of wild beasts are going this way. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) The mental state wants to keep thinking it's back there. Yeah. So here you're going, but the mental state's back at there, and so forget about convincing that shit. Just keep, yeah, just keep going. How many coincidences have you seen? How many interesting uh, things happen? You start seeing, you start seeing things differently. I mean, just honor that. Yeah, you're on the things are changing.
1: The principles are sound.
0: All we're really addressing is the exact nature of the wrong. We're just attempting to add, uh, to be to clarify the exact nature of the wrong, which, from what we're sharing, is the act of being identified as self. Now we're not in that act. The mental state is in that act of being identified as self. That which we're listening to a lot during the day, the thoughts, yes, and the narration. That, those thoughts and the narration are in the act of being identified as self. That's what it is. You're not that. You're not in the act of being identified as self. The mental state is in the act of being identified as self. Uh, a lot of interest and attention is given over to the mental state. Yeah. That's where alcoholism gets a chance to get into the interest and attention. Because alcoholism is in the mental state. The problem resides in the mind, yeah? So the problem is in the act of being identified as self. And then another extension of the problem, alcoholism, lands on that and fucking uses it, yes? And now you have an extreme version. And you're, some of us are quite flamboyant. And we find newfound powers of attracting authorities to us and shit like that. And mm-hmm. we keep blaming it us on us and shit or the cops or the judge because we've been out to lunch. We've been muted, Yeah. Our one quality, which is consciousness and seeing has seemed to be muted. So we're unconscious. So that's why it says you'll become conscious of the presence because right now, you're unconscious to the presence because you're very conscious to yesterday and tomorrow. You're conscious to, we're very conscious to a story. Yeah. And so we're unconscious to presence seemingly. Yeah. So the obsession with the story and it's not us, we're not obsessed with the story. Interest and attention is obsessed with the story. That same interest and attention can be freed and put into something else. Yeah but we keep calling it us, yeah? I'm in self, I'm in self, I'm in da 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 da. How are you gonna get out of something you're constantly proclaiming to be
1: in? It's ridiculous, yeah?
0: See, I I wanna share this. I shot a lot of cocaine. That was my keen interest. (laughs) And when people would come over, my girlfriend would have to explain it to my friends because it was a religion to me. It was like a sacrament. And I was shooting up. And my belief was if I taught my mind sufficiently tight, it would snap and I'd be free from it. Really, That's what I was shooting for. Now, I didn't know self was trying to get out of self. I thought it was me trying to get out of self. And I figured at the last moment before I overdose, there'll be a moment where I'm free from that. And I was, it seemed like there was a willingness to kill myself just to get a sense of not being that. Yeah. And I would overdose and I'd come to, and I'd be in the same movie. I couldn't believe it. You know, I said, what the fuck? I can't get out of this place. You know, <laughs> then I realized how can I get out of what I'm not in? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sort of in a dream and I can't get out of it as the dreamt. Yeah. So I stopped. So then I entered recovery and I realized, Jesus, it wasn't because I haven't done enough. I didn't meditate enough. I didn't stay with the guru enough. I didn't shoot cocaine enough. It didn't mean anything. I can't escape from an imaginary condition. I'm trying to get out of me as me. And the me is an imaginary condition. It can produce seemingly real effects, but it's imaginary. As it says in our thing, false evidence is appearing real all day. It's appearing real as us all day. It's presented us as a false
1: evidence and it's appearing as us all day. So what
0: happened, false evidence appears real. Now, how could that happen? How could false evidence appear real? It would have to appear real to what's real, yeah? Where reality? Underneath all this is reality. Mental state is constantly, constantly providing false evidence to the reality. The false evidence, if it appears real to the reality, it seems as real as real can be. If it doesn't appear real, you see this
1: too shall pass. Yeah, It's not
0: based on this, it's based on us. Yeah. I'm saying something has taken us over. Isn't it? And it would be, I think it's behooves us to figure that out because we may be living as it. Yeah. And we may be caught by the statement from our community, self can't get out of self. It explained my whole life when it hit me. That's exactly what I've been doing since I was six years old. I've been trying to get out of me as me. And it failed miserably. All it did was reinforce the me I wanted to get out of. So I had to shoot up more. I had to do more. I had to do more. I had to do more. Yeah. None of it was successful. I never got out of me as me. Yeah. So after all the blaming and all the this and all that, I realized, how can I escape from an imaginary place? Yeah. I'm not
1: in what I think I'm in. And I'm not out of what I think I'm out of. That's what those eyes were given to me. Yeah, I've seen what I'm not.
0: And now there's no drive to get out of it. None at all. Zippo. I have no signs of spirituality in me. I'm not trying to get out of me at all. I'm totally, completely here for probably the first time in my life for these last years. My whole life was trying to get out of here. Now I'm completely here, yeah, because I'm out of here. That's how it works.
1: It's weird, but that's how it goes. Okay. Yep. Next one. Paul, you right with that? Yeah? You right for that? Next are you right for that?
2: Next one? Yeah. So yeah. um Bennett. So um and that, that's, this is gonna be the last question. I Gary, can you just can you hold your question till Thursday? Because I think this will be the last one now from Bennett. I'm just finding you. Sorry, because you didn't put your hand up.
1: Oh you go, Bennett. Bennett,
0: how
1: are you? Pretty. How are Paul? Nice to meet
9: you. First time I've uh, actually spoken to you. I really like your meetings. Um, I was reading the Bahav Gad Gita. And um, they talk about what you're talking about with respect to self. And I just want to ask if this is, if, if it's in alignment with, with your conception of it, because they sound very similar. And I just kind of wanted to confirm that. It seems to me that they talk about the self as being like an overcoat that you, that is worn that who you really are is this luminous spiritual entity that's connected to the universe and to God and to everybody else. And the self is like an overcoat that you wear. And then at some point you throw it off and then maybe take on another overcoat at some other point in time. And so I'm wondering, is the alcoholism a form of that overcoat, like a, for some reason, we went to a bad thrift store and got a really bad overcoat, and that's the one we're wearing. And that's the, uh, the, the one you try to get rid of. And if you're too much inside this idea that you think this overcoat you're wearing is actually you, then yes. that's, where, that, that's where problems arise.
1: Yeah, um,
0: the imagery, the imagery is, goes along with it. I have a couple different ideas they're speaking about reincarnation also about changing of the overcoat on and on and on. But uh, yes, see the, it's like you bought the overcoat at a thrift store. You thought it was great, but then you get home and it has a certain smell, you can never get rid of. Yeah. That would be like alcoholism <laughs> You wash it. You <laughs> never get to <the> stink up. <laughs> yeah. I don't, all those imagery, see, if the, if, if, if the assessment of the exact nature of the disease is correct, which is identification as, then that which we're identified as, if seen as other, is a, is a remedy. Yes? That would be the first recognition that would be needed. You would need to see that it's not you or at least start entertaining the idea and then find out that it was never you. Yeah. Because if you don't see it as other, you're going to be looking for whatever you're looking for as it. Yeah. That's really the point. The imagery are nice ways to trigger a reaction or a response. But the point is I can't live my life from where I'm not. It's not probably going to fit well. Yeah. And I can't try to convince what I'm not that it's not me. That doesn't work. So I have to see it as something other. And in seeing something as seeing as something other, the possibility of being free from it becomes available. Yes. It's all based on the diagnosis I'm sharing, I'm attempting to share, which is I believe it's an activity. The bondage never happened, nor will it ever happen. It seems to be happening now by the devotion and the interest in the thought system and the perceptual interpretation and the memories of being a body and being the doer and the thinker and the hearer and the feeler. I think that whole system is constantly in the act of being identified as what we're not. So while there's a listening to it, it's probably going to land us to its result. And when you start, when you land at the result, you think that's the alpha and the omega. You believe that's where you began. So it's a produced result. When you land there, you think that's you. Yes. So whatever imagery, they're all over the place because the same dilemma has uh, (laughs) has been run into In all sort of spiritual uh, paths and stuff, they constantly run into the fact that self can't get out of self, or you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, or you can't use light to seek light, implying that you're light, you're the Buddha, yeah? So, yes.
9: Like Buddha wasn't a Buddhist, and Christ wasn't a Christian, and so on and so forth.
0: Exactly, exactly, yes, yeah, yeah. It's an inherent, Buddha wasn't a thing. It's really called Buddha mind or Buddha nature. And Christ was a Christ consciousness, not a person in a way. So they're, they're implying there is a, a, a no-thingness that's all things. Yeah, A no-thingness which is supreme. Instead of the things being the dominant reality, the no-thing is the reality and the things are a dream. In the reality it's just changing the horse and the cart position and it works for me you know yeah it's, it's worked without working it, which is awesome <laughs> to tell you the truth <laughs> so, yeah to me it's, it's the easiest off the way for sure
1: mm.
0: thanks bro that, nice okay. thank you good question. thank you you should come to uh you should come to one of the other meetings we have mm. on wednesday and saturday yeah it's that's the non duality that will be more uh yeah you can go into that more on that level yeah
2: which is at um, zenbitchslap.com i haven't mentioned that again so yeah all the, there's a zoom room there isn't there paul and mike yeah so they'll all be separate links there yeah it's not this zoom we address it's another a zoom different address
0: topic. yeah we have a different topic on the other wednesday and saturday meetings which is under the umbrella of an idea called non duality so
2: okay so that's it then so um for another for another day so uh, we'll be back thursday
0: you're shutting it off dave how are you i'm just getting warmed up Oh, you want to keep going no 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 it's good
2: sure we're more than welcome we've got loads of people here waiting to put their hand
0: up oh yeah let's do what what time is it now yeah
2: it's uh nearly it's eight o'clock uk so what's that so that's what 11 o'clock your time or something is it uh 12 o'clock midday
0: Oh, yeah, we will do another one or two if you oh, want. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, great. Okay. Well, look, Gary C.,
2: if you're, uh, if you're still up for it, mate, I'll uh, unmute you. He was Because Gary's very patient, very not kind. From, his not
0: way. from Gary. No, no, no. I'm only Oh, okay. You. Too late. I'm only <laughs> Go on, Gary.
4: <laughs> well, you're probably right. Uh, but um, uh, am I unmuted? Yeah. It looks like yes, you are. So uh, my question's a fourth-step question. And it was okay if it wasn't going to get answered because, you know, that's as good an answer as any. But since I have the opportunity, I'll ask it. Um, um, I, I struggle with figuring out a way to do the fourth step now. But, you know, the, the first time when I went, went through an inventory, I, I, none, of the, none of the methods worked for me and i ended up doing something that was a little different which was just finding the statements like for example uh my father a resentment my father never listened to me and i would just question that statement by going is that true yeah well you know is it really true and sit with it and come to realize well you know and look at it from another method like well Uh, you know look at the turnaround he did listen to me I see ways that he did hear me even though he was angry with me sometimes and then I'd look at it from the other point of view like I never listened to him well that's as true or truer so I used that method to to look at uh, my resentments and and other uncomfortable feelings and that kind of worked for me I could go down the list but but I've seen some of the inventory processes that you use and other people use. There seems like there's a lot of different variations. And I'm just I'm just asking, like, uh, what do you think? Am I is, – is that okay for me? Should I use a different method to do an inventory?
0: Um, well, I, I that, if think- you have a sponsor, that's something to talk to him about. I'm a believer that you can be inclusive. You can do it the way you do it and also do it in the four column way. Yeah. Because the four column way is a very good diagnosis of self and how it's defeated us. Yeah. And so, and just because you don't have the resentment anymore, doesn't mean you don't, you don't need to put it on. You can put it down. Yeah so that you can get a you can see how self has defeated us by looking at the inventory and then you'll see its role that we call our role where so where are we being selfish self-seeking and frightening considerate dishonest i would say i see it in a different light i don't see it as mine i see it as the self's yeah the fourth column yeah i'm just using cool. this same i'm using this theme throughout these talks Because this, I'm not, this is how I see it. So I'm just sharing it that way. So I think it's important to do it. The four column inventory doesn't mean don't do it your way. Do that also. But I like following it the way it was laid out. Yeah. Yeah. Because I want to, you're going to see the pattern if you, and writing is important to write it down. You'll see the pattern of how self has defeated us. So self, usually defeats us in topics it takes to be very important so like for me you know my acting out sexually very had very little to do with sex had to do with self-esteem yeah i was trying to acquire self-esteem by and one of my prerequisites was if a pretty woman would let me go to sleep with her i must be okay against tons of evidence i wasn't okay so I was driven by that, and I was driven by the statement in our program and our community, which is you got to be willing to save your ass instead of your face. But when I came into AA, I thought my face was my ass. Yeah, I was identified as an image. Yes, so a lot of my resentments are are, are uh, pride, self-esteem, my relationships to others did not give me what I think I deserve. All that. So it's very interesting. Because the self isn't an infinite variation. It has a couple of traits and it's very like mechanical and redundant. Yeah. So it is sort of like if there's shit, you're guaranteed the flies are going to show up. Yeah. So that's, so you, now you start recognizing it and therefore when it starts to, it starts to grow, you see it and then you do six and seven with it. Yeah. So what I feel what does, what the inventory does, it puts you more before the consequences, not just like an assessment after consequences. So you see what's leading you or you're seeing self leading you to a situation. And before you get to that situation, you do six and seven on it. Yeah. Hey, I'm entirely ready to have whatever I'm seeing right now starting to cook up like a resentment or whatever and I ask that higher power to remove it, yeah? So to me, four, five, six, and seven are very, uh, six and seven are the most active steps, I feel, once you're into the program for a while, yeah? So I think doing the four column inventory is good because it gives you the idea of the instincts. It gives you, and then you also see when you do resentments, you see there is usually a reason why when you do fear, sometimes there's no reason why to have the fear. Like you're afraid you're going to die, but you're not sick and shit. Yes? So you'll see that the fear comes from the agenda where the resentment seems to threaten the agenda. Yeah? These are are very good understandings to have because if you can recognize the direction of self and how it lands, you can abort the fucking mission, so to speak. Yeah? Not by your knowledge, but by six and seven. by. Sh- Yes? Hey, I see it all the time. I'm at meetings and people are talking about their alcoholism. It's our alcoholism. I see it. And if there's a little twinge somewhere, I immediately do six and seven. I go, hey, I'm entirely ready to have this preoccupation of myself that this person's describing. I'm entirely ready to have that reconfigured and I ask that power to do it. That's it. I've just done, yeah, six and seven. Because it's not a self-help program. It's a a reliance on a higher power program. Yeah. There's not one point. And actually, the longer you're in AA, the more it's revealed that it had nothing to do with your thought or effort. You're placed in a position of neutrality with no thought or effort on your part. Your part becomes much more minimal as you go along, I find.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, do both. Yeah. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Uh, Paul W. from Leicester. Last one. Here we go. You're unmuted. Oh, I don't know you're not. Yeah,
8: there you go. Hey, Paul.
1: Yeah, um,
8: Yeah, I do believe in that full column method because it, all my defects of character to ball down to only a few, really. You just keep seeing the same pattern you have to look for. Them. I do believe in that. But the question was going to be about um, how do you know the difference between this uh, sort of knowledge that you said uh, feeling, uh what is false and what isn't, you know, and what is real? How do you, how do you know what is false and what is real? You'll
0: just know, bro. Just like it says in the book you know, this new idea, of relying on a higher power, there'll, make, there'll be mistakes, you'll mistake self-will for it and shit like that, but it won't last. You can feel it in your gut, yes? I feel it. I feel when there's something, like I'm saying something to someone, but I'm not getting to the point, I can feel it immediately. You can feel like the tinniness, the bogusness of it. Yeah.
1: If you're having trouble
0: living these principles in all your affairs, limit your affairs until more stuff gets revealed.
1: Yeah.
8: Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, I mean I've been around a long while, so I read all this stuff in the big book, but it's, it's applying it, or and gaining and gaining, learning stuff. It's not that you you ever stop learning, is it? So. No, but you can get a feeling
0: of where the learning's coming from, I feel. You can. You get a sense, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually, like, let's say if you get an idea and the next idea is, I don't want to share this with anybody, maybe that gives you a little clue. It's coming from a certain source, yeah? Then there's other ones that are, you know, you start being able to recognize the source of the information coming through. We're not two levels below a coconut, yeah. We're there's there's consciousness here. You can you
8: can you uh, do have a sense, don't you? Definitely, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you're gonna in a way you'll know by you'll know the tree by its fruits, as Jesus supposedly said. Yeah. So you follow certain things. You'll know that, you know, if it was, you were sitting under the right tree by the fruits. Yeah. How you traveled through it. I feel it's a lot more intimation. See, a lot of these questions, you can't say anything rote. It's a feeling. It's a feeling like I don't have any rote way I work with people. It's based on the person's condition. Yeah. And so one person's condition is different than another's and You know, that's how, and then it just comes through the way it comes through. And I really don't, uh, I have a faith in it, really. Because, and it's not a leap of faith, because I've watched it. It's worked in this life. And I've watched it work in a lot of people's lives. Yeah. I trust the process, and I don't, it doesn't need to be surrounded by
1: thought. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I think a lot of times we know, but then there's a part of us that doesn't wanna know. So I used to use a great question for people, my friends that were in relationships. I would say, what is it you know that you don't wanna know? Yeah, because a lot of times the head in its agenda, for its agenda to be sort of uh, promoted, it has to be in a state of not knowing a lot of shit. Like this isn't gonna fucking work, yeah? So I would run into me in the past, like, I would go out with this lady, and then she told me, uh, and then I'd see, it. I'd be with her in a bar, and then there her husband was, and her first primary boyfriend was. So I'd go home and I'd write an inventory. Does this, does this seem what an inventory would tell me, do not see this person, I'd still go out and see her. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got whacked. So I learned, yeah. So now what is it I know that I don't want to know the head doesn't want you to know that you have, a, you have a whole lot of fucking knowledge, really. A whole lot of it. So when I, someone says, Oh, you know, they, they want to talk about their relationship and I go, what is it, you know, that you don't want to know, you know, you, you feel like you should leave, but you don't want to know that because she has money. Yeah. There's all these kind of, mixed messages constantly, but deep down there's
1: a knowing. Yeah. And one more, Dave. Hey Dave.
0: I think he fell asleep. Hey Dave. I'm, I'm here. I'm sorry I was on hey, mute. One more, safe. one more and then we'll one more and then we'll go, eh? Hey, okay.
2: Let's uh, Jane. wait. Jane. All right. No, I'm
0: just saying hello to Jane.
2: All right. Does anyone want to – if anyone's got a question, just wave at the screen. I'll, I'm looking at you now. So, anyone want one?
1: No? Oh, that's great. Good. You're done. All right. Okay. I'm so. Really done. I'm really yeah. cooked. Yeah.
2: yeah, you, yeah you. Oh, hold on. James wants James back.
1: Oh, Look, James. I'll, you. I'll take him. All right, Go James. On.
2: There you go,
10: mate.
2: Yeah, go for it, James.
10: Let's see if I'm unmuted. You are hey, mate. I just wanted you guys to know it's just been a wonderful, wonderful meeting for me right up to this very minute. It's been a great meeting. <laughs> but uh I I'm tr- going to try to not drag it down, but I just get so inspired listening to you guys. And I really did like spend a lot of time in the program trying to get the program as self trying to get out of self basically you know trying to apply these principles as the thing that's not capable of applying these principles <laughs> <laughs> and it really was that then you know like trying to find some more relief through the course and then discovering Paul's videos that sort of I don't know man gave me that uh, little shift in orientation where I could see and now, like when I read the big book, I see clearly he's talking about a foreign installment. And when I read the course, I see clearly that it's given me a description of these two options I have all the time. And I'm just really grateful that I was complicating that stuff so much. <laughs> I'm just so grateful someone kind of brought it together in a simple way for me. It's really been great, but I thought I had some big wisdom bomb I was going to drop on somebody because <laughs> they said something, and it's totally gone. So you guys are spared that. You guys were spared. Thanks, Mike. Thanks,
0: James. James. Nice to see you. Hey, I want to say hello to Jim and Trish over there. Jim and Trish. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hello. Um, you- there's um, poor, I think. I don't know how to say the name. Yes, there. We yeah. got Bennett. That was a very nice question. Yeah. James, always happy to see you. Kerry, nice to
1: see you, Kerry.